Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/spoken today. After all the hewing and han and the open and downing, I can't find a bag of banshee bones to save my life. Oh. <laughs> Can someone tell me where the fuck they are? Somebody sent us a message and it was a picture of like a big wall of them in deals. Yeah, I went to deals, hon. I went to deals, okay? I went. I feel like I missed the boat. Yeah, no, I went to deals not long after that and I couldn't find a bunch of bone in sight. But as I said in the Crisps Patreon episode, I actually don't like bunch of bones. (laughs) Okay, well, I do, so. Somebody mentioned snaps. They snaps. identical. Yes, snaps. I saw that and I was like, do you actually, quick story, when I was around seven or eight, buying my Beanie Babies, which is also a Patreon episode, everybody, if, you, <laughs> if you're, if you're into it, <laughs> um, I went out to buy my new Beanie Baby and I bought a packet of snaps and they were stale. And um, yeah, I was eating them in the lunchroom in my mum's boutique. And uh, one of the girls that worked for her was like, you should write them now. So I wrote a letter and they sent me a voucher for £2.40. Welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jen. And I'm Carla. And this week, for your hearing pleasure, <laughs> we are talking about being influenced. Joe <laughs> Yeah. It, uh, it came out this week that the government were thinking, are they thinking? Have they made the decision? What's the crack? No, they're they thinking- kind of floated the decision. <laughs> They kind of floated it to see what the reaction would get, but they yeah. want to use some of their marketing budget to pay influencers to showcase the restriction guidelines to get through to the younger generation. The Gen Z, if you will. Yeah. What, Gen. what do you think of it? Um, I mean, as far as that goes, I think that's probably going to be <laughs> pretty much the second part of the whole podcast because it's caused what can only be described as mania um so just a brief synopsis we will be talking a little bit more about this later as jen said the government said that they floated the idea that they might use around twenty thousand of their marketing spend so this is a spend that they've already put aside to use like they've already used you know whatever amount of money on you know the bus bus ads and all of the other ads you see traditional media um and they said they might use some of it to appeal to a younger audience about um COVID-19 and, and the world exploded basically they've used since March where did I see it I think I saw it on Twitter I don't know who mm. said it 
but it was about since March they've used about eight. It's something. It's a ridiculous. I don't want to say eight million, but that's that's to yeah. No, it's around eight million. Yeah. Yeah, eight million um, yeah. in advertising since mm-hmm. March on COVID nineteen, and obviously they are fairly quick with the old radio ads and the TV ads when we go into a new phase and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Like they will be out that day. Yeah, those new ads. Now, well, you know, act, actors and voice voice actors and stuff like that get paid a shit ton of money to do that stuff. Yeah, and um, it just seems like a ridiculous amount of money to. To be spending on advertising for something so essential, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, to be honest, like when it comes to you know the government spending, does anybody fucking understand how they spend their money? I certainly don't. I fucking certainly don't. On the day that they caught the PUP, yeah, they employed ten new advisors to yeah. junior. Yes, yeah. yeah, because that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, like, I, I think there's a bigger, as far as, you know, them spending eight million on COVID advertising, not shocking. Not that's shocking. Probably, yeah, it's probably cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's actually probably cheap. They were probably, they were probably like, sure, that's, Jesus, that's your man's lunch money. <laughs> Absolute bargain. <laughs> bargain, bargain town, um, which got me and Jen basically onto uh the thought process that uh, what else has everybody been influenced to do? So we put it out to you guys and uh, we're going to tell a, a few of our own stories. So what was the last thing you were influenced to buy? Oh, fuck. Um, oh. <laughs> you have to put me on the spot. I should be thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, we're recording tonight. It's on being influenced. So if you could just... <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh... Oh, fuck, no, you go. I can't, I don't know. Okay, so, well, two things. I'll, I'll say two things. One, I haven't purchased because I haven't been able to find it. So a lot of influencers um, got this press drop of this new popcorn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I can't fucking find it anywhere. I think it's by Kelkin. I can't remember. I'm raging I didn't screenshot now. I'm fucking raging. And uh, I actually voice noted friend of the pod, uh J earlier asking her, I was like, Hey yeah, uh, you know you got that new popcorn. Uh, where can I buy that new popcorn? <laughs> and she was like, You are full of beans today. And uh she was like, I actually she was like, I couldn't tell you, but it's quite notiony. Um so I'm gonna go ahead and say Duns or Super Value. So Where? Sorry? Duns or Super Value. It's you know oh, the yeah. new one? I think it's Kelkin and it's like movie butter popcorn. It just looks nice. Oh, it sounds nice. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm. Sounds different. Like normally you can only get a butter popcorn as a microwave popcorn, and my microwave won't will not pop a microwave popcorn pack. Will it not? No, so I have to do the kernels and they're just a ball ache. Alright, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's tough, guys. It's um, really tough for <laughs> me. These are the things that enter my brain. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that. There's absolutely that. And um, second thing that I just received now was, would you call it, I suppose you wouldn't call it being, well, it was, I was influenced from an ad and it happened really quickly, do you know? So Boots are now doing this, uh, you know, 12 year of Tuesday? No. 
Oh my God, it's the bomb. So Boots are now doing this thing called 12 Euro Tuesday where it's all beauty products. So really good beauty products too. Well, they'll, they'll of course throw in a load of number seven because, you know. For folks, they give yeah. you a voucher for number seven if you bought a can of Coke on the self yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, at this point, they're probably reaching through Instagram to hand you a number seven voucher, you know. <laughs> 650. Yeah. <laughs> Probably developing AI at the moment to come to yeah. your house to drop off food today too. <laughs> for a fucking a powder. Seven. Yeah, yeah for a few number seven bits, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past them. But um, one of those popped up, uh, and which seems to happen to me every Tuesday. I swear, Boots, do you have some kind of algorithm on me? Do you know that I want 12 Euro Tuesday? So yeah, 12 Euro Tuesday, loads of beauty products. Most of them are number seven, but they do have some of their really good brands. So they'll have like something from NARS that's normally 35 Euro for 12 quid. Okay. Or they'll have something like, and you know, just loads of different stuff. They've had really good stuff. They had like Ole Henriksen, one of their masks before that's normally like 40 quid for 12 Euro. And it's only on a Tuesday. Oh, very good. So I bought uh, a new... Uh, Glow Shield Prime and Set Mist from Becca. Nice. And that's what I bought. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say I was influenced, but I was influenced. You know, like I mean, I was I was advertised to. I would say more than anything. Yeah, but that's, that's most recent. Kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's two things this week alone. Right. Okay. You know. I'm see. I'm trying to think now. I'm. As a lot of my followers will know, I am gone shocking on Instagram lately. And as much as I don't post, the, the same amount of that goes into not watching people. So I actually don't think I've given myself a chance to be influenced. However, one of my colleagues in work had came in one day with the most beautiful mermaid waves in her hair. <gasps> and I was like, uh, what did you, what did you what was the tool that you used there? And she was just like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture later on. And she sent me a picture. And I was like, well, that's getting bought. Cause Is it the Mark Hill one? It, it wasn't the Mark Hill one. Now, listen, Ooh. this girl, it, I swear to God, she could be an influencer. She's just one of these people who puts up the most beautiful pictures. And yeah. um, I have to send you the picture of the tool. It is it. It's a mermaid waiver. It's the one with three prongs on it. And you put your hair in and out of it. But um, it like she I don't know she probably got a wish for all I know. But the way she took the photo of the the thing, like it was like I was being influenced by my own damn colleague. I was like, oh my god, that's such a beautiful picture. Of yeah. the fucking tool. I was like, oh, what Jesus. the heck is going? What's going on here? But Jesus. no, yeah. So, she, but she influenced me to want to buy the shit out of one of them. And I know Mark Hill do them in boots, and I'm gonna get one. Yeah, no, the, the Mark Hill. Uh... Mark Hill, uh, what's it called? Like curl and fix or some shit like that. Basically, you buy the base and then you can keep changing the heads on it, which is yeah, you can get loads of yeah. different tops and stuff. Yeah, yeah. the one that um, looks like the anal beads and stuff. Yeah, yeah, the, the lovely anal bead curler. Yeah, yeah, gorgy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, that's fantastic, isn't it? Mad how there is just those people in your life that you're so easily influenced by. Yes, absolutely. And they all come in all different shapes and sizes and forms. And it's like gas how you'd really trust one friend with the recommendations and then you wouldn't give a shite about somebody else's. You'd be like, ah, she's talking bollocks. Yeah, 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 definitely. Absolutely. Uh, I think I, um, I, I just, I, I can't say I've been influenced by anybody online as of late. Yeah. 
trying to think. I know when that whole, and I think I saw a message earlier on while I was in work, because like obviously we don't open the DMs who are doing the podcast, but somebody mentioned the cleaning accounts, and I was like, yeah, mm. that was me. Mm-hmm. I was uh, influenced by all that sort of, like when that was a huge craze, I just went ape shit with cleaning stuff. You went rasher. Yeah, like, and everybody that I knew at the yeah. time went rasher with it as well, like. Yeah, yeah, everyone was like, oh, I'm hinching, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I know, that's been put into the dictionary, hasn't it? Oh, has it? Yeah, I could be talking bollocks, but I think it did. (laughs) Wouldn't be like me. Um, (laughs) Wouldn't be like me to talk absolute shit. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm pretty, well, if you, if you Google hinching, Oh, it's in the Urban Dictionary. Not not quite the dictionary, but it certainly is in the Urban Dictionary. Listen, my word Makedian is an Urban Dictionary and it's not to be frowned upon. Is it not? Is it? Yeah, absolutely. It got approved. I oh my put God. it in. I oh let me just let me Google it and see has anybody changed it? Because it's like a it kind oh, of Oh, it's a, like Wiki. It's like Wiki, yeah. Um It's like Wiki Wiki. <laughs> oh fuck. What? Oh but. shit! I've just googled Macedian and there's a Reddit thread about. <laughs> Hang on a fucking minute. About what? Oh my. Okay, I don't have the Reddit app. Hang on a sec. Let me just see. I'm googling. Oh, oh look! God. World's first Macedian is a Dublin lass. Oh look at this! Oh, there's oh, an actual oh, Reddit thread. Oh, they're ripping it out of it. Oh, ripping me out of it. Oh, Okay, so download the fucking Reddit app. Oh my god. I know, yeah, a lot of work. Hang on, look. Am I getting this right? She made up a word to describe herself, sent it to Urban Dictionary, and it was published. So, no shit, the first Makedian in Dublin was uh, a made up word. But congrats to her from the first Dublinian. Okay, like the whole thing was a fucking joke. It's not that serious, (laughs) hon. Mate, I'm just trying to have a laugh. Like, if you knew me, but you don't, clearly. Do you not understand these people? Oh, there's nine more comments. I'm not fucking downloading Reddit. Piss off. Nice um, headshot. <laughs> where did they get that pit? Like, who went to the effort? You look gorge. Jen Hatton sketches. Where did they get that? <laughs> this is so fucking weird. Like, And how do they have oh, the well. screenshots? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's God. what I'm saying. I don't know. Jeez, they have, um, there's a lot going on there, guys. Hang on, oh, you can go into, you can just use your browser, hang on a sec. What the there fuck? There is a village called Mockedian Village in Jensway County. <laughs> so, if you want to go there. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Original poster, you fucking cunt, explain this. What? I am furious. I'm going to downvote you until the day you die. What is wrong with these people? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know. This is a lot. This is a lot. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. This is a lot of discovery for the middle of a podcast. <laughs> it is. Wow. I didn't mean to come. I just wanted to see was it still on Urban Dictionary and I'm getting ripped. <laughs> You're getting ripped out of it. It's like, so let me get this straight. Okay. Some girl comes up with Mockedian and then calls herself the first Mockedian. Haha, <laughs> isn't that convenient? Well, yeah, right. I didn't yeah. call myself the first Mockedian. I said, oh, okay, so the Urban Dictionary thing is underneath it. It's called Mockedian. A person who does comedy online but does not have the balls to do stand-up in front of live audience. They live on the internet. Example, Jen Hatton is a Mockedian. That was what I put into Urban Dictionary. It wasn't like, I am the first world Mockedian. <laughs> Worldwide Mockedian. <laughs> Name is Jen just, Hatton. Put me down. Wanted, no, the whole thing was, because I went to, what was it, Forbidden Fruit? And one of my mates, oh, somebody asked me for a selfie, that's what it was. And one of my mates, he was like, oh, we met him in Greece, it was, and we hadn't seen him in years. And he was like, "Uh, why did they ask you for a selfie? Because he doesn't, like, follow me online or anything. I was like, oh, because do videos. And he's like, but are you a comedian? I was like, no, I'm not. It was just a long explanation. I was like, I need a word for that. So I was trying to make Mockadian a thing. Yeah. That was the reason for it. But it was like... (laughs) Right, I'm spending too much time on this. I'm fucking creased at the fact that this people <laughs> about Never Google your own name, I tell you that. Oh my god, never again. Fuck it, yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, guys, welcome to the discovery. I feel so attacked. <laughs> I know, well, I mean, I don't blame you. People take things really personally. I'd love to literally be like, um, hello, Reddit user. By any chance, are you a male? And, um... <laughs> We know the answer is yes. And la- last time you had sex, just just let me know. Yeah. Let me know. I don't fucking know. I, that was just that was uh, that was that was a lot. Yeah. Well, back to being influenced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to being influenced, Jen. Um, was there ever a time in your life where you were like, okay, this is kind of getting out of hand. I'm kind of, you know, purchasing too much, if you will, or or yeah. being influenced too much, if you will. Yeah, when I first, um, oh, when I first started watching like beauty gurus on YouTube. Yes. So Carly Bible and Nicole Guerrero. OG. All the, all of them, like yeah, the OGs. Yeah, and they were talking about like Wet and Wild, and they were just they all of the brands. And me, I hadn't got a clue. I've said this before. I had not got a clue that all this shit was being sent to them. This was yeah. before you like you. What's the word I'm trying to use? Um, before you you were upfront about it, like you know, like oh shit, this stuff has actually been sent to me or this video is. It was when they didn't or, declare, basically. Declare. That's the word yeah. I'm looking for. Sorry, it's late on a Thursday evening, and uh, I was just yeah, I was flat out buying all the stuff and leaving myself with no money, and I was still shit at makeup. 
Like, <laughs> I, I, no matter how much shit I bought, I did not look like Carly Bible. <laughs> In a crazy turn of events, it didn't make me better. <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> and this contrary is... Contrary to what I believed. <laughs> contrary to how I thought this was going to go. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Well, it's funny that you say that because... um. I was only actually thinking earlier about how much I miss it, but um, I used to do a lot of one-on-one lessons, makeup lessons, uh, before Ms. Rona came mm. in and destroyed my life. But uh, I used to do a lot of one-on-one things. And one of the things that I noticed specifically about the people that came to me and, you know, we did, the thing is that when I do these lessons, I'm like, bring your makeup bag. I want to see what you have and we'll we'll try and work with what you own already so that I'm not giving nice. you a big list of shite and you're going to run home and buy everything. Let's see what you have. Let's see what you don't have. And we can kind of make some suggestions. And that's kind of part of the lesson. Yeah. I think it's the fairest and the easiest way to do it as well. Because you can kind of get a feel around someone. And you can get a bit more personal with them. Find out their budget. See what they do. So uh, that was all great and well. But one of the things, the main things <clears throat> that I noticed when people were, when any of the women that were coming to me to get their lessons done was they had such great makeup like really good high quality high-end makeup Hmm. and they were like I never use that you know like Hmm. Charlotte Tilbury they'd be like oh I don't use that and I'd be like okay why I I just don't really know how so Hmm. and what I found was it it was gas because one woman in particular like she had the (laughs) she had a better makeup kit than I did do you know like she had Tom Ford, she had La Mer, she had all these like really high end brands, really high quality stuff, like gorgeous stuff. Um, and I was like, you are uh, uh, mixed in, you know, some really popular things like uh, more kind of, you know, quote unquote drugstore, you know, chemist brand makeup, but all the stuff that people rave about. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm a marketer's dream. I'm an influencer's dream. I'll buy anything. I'll buy anything. And it, it was just gassed me because I was like, this is just w- where we're at in life now, aren't we? Yeah, it is. Where people are so easily influenced, but there's no kind of, I suppose there's no thought process half the time behind it. And that's what was one of the things that was great about doing the lessons is that there's so much value to having that one-on-one tutorship. Because yeah, you can that, I would, I would find that really handy like obviously anytime I've like I've got my makeup done in the past gone into Mac or whatever they just use their own shit and send it on their way whereas I would because one of the things I always said to the mill as well they were doing makeup was like oh I'd love to be able to do makeup like that but yeah. you know it was just yeah. I was getting their service and it's true right that's all I was paying for like was to get the service to get my makeup done or whatever but I like what you you did was say bring your stuff with you and just kind of you taught them how to fish rather than just giving them a salmon, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you get hot out of fish in my restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> you don't just get served up the salmon. Um, yeah. But it was, it was just, it was such an insight because I was like, wow. And I remember even going through it and I'd be like this, they'd be like, Amy Connolly told me to fight. And I'd be like this, they'd be like, Pippa. <laughs> this, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Ros Purcell was wearing that lip gloss one day. You know, so funny. It was like, okay, and you bought this because uh, I saw Rosie Connolly. <laughs> yeah yeah in turn a lot of um you know the influencer makeup artist brands that are that are huge on social media as well was like in a lot of these people's gifts and it's funny because like they found me through social media as well so it's kind of like and we're influenced by their friend and it just goes around around in a circle but it really kind of has come I think more to the forefront with COVID-19 
the amount of consuming that we're doing. Yeah, it is crazy about like what can happen because even when I like I don't consider me so I know people send me stuff and the, the whole aim of it is to get me to showcase a sort of other people buy it which is in itself treat me like an influencer even though that's not what I am but I still do a bit of it but it yeah. still shocks me when people buy the stuff that I showcase yeah it's baffling you know? oh you have an influence but yeah it is and it, yeah. it, it, it's the amount of it as well because even say for instance the um Remember, I was talking on Instagram stories about the Smiles collaboration that I was doing, and they, they ended the collaboration that was uh, mighty fuck up. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, we'd be here all day. <laughs> just be fucking honest with me, will you? But, uh, after, the, after the whole thing, like the girl, she was, she, subsequently, she was leaving Smiles and she wanted to do up a report on the collaboration, and she asked me go through the insides of it and stuff and anytime I tagged smiles more often than not there'd be at least a thousand taps on the smiles tag that I'd yeah yeah which I was like oh (laughs) that's a lot like yeah but that's on each story so you're not even getting the same people tapping on each story you know like it's different people each time so I was just like wow that is that is about mental like yeah I think (laughs) It's funny, isn't it? It's the things that hit that are really weird. You know, like I put up a bloody uh, acrylic carousel and there was like 1,700 clicks on the fucking thing and it wasn't an affiliate yeah. link and I was fuming. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell you, Jeff Bezos made a lot of money off me. I could have made a few quid off him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it, it when it comes to affiliate links and stuff like that, if somebody wants to actually buy it, like there's nothing... Because obviously you have the threads, like there's, you know, the people who talk negative about influences all, and all that sort of crack. And all they do is kind of give out about AF links and hashtag SP and hashtag ads and stuff like that. So you have like one side of it where people will actually take your recommendation and they'll go through the source that you're putting up, like your swipe up or whatever. And then you have other people who are like, I want to buy that, but I'm not using her affiliate link. She'll get commission for that. Yeah, but at the same time, like it's not costing them any extra to get it. And if if they've influenced you or they've if if they've made you aware of something that you could potentially get use out of or something that you like, like what's the fucking problem? Like, yeah, I know. I think I think a lot of the time it's like it's because people are a bit nervous of what they don't understand. They've been told, you know, people making money off affiliate links is bad why not entirely sure they just feel like uh people shouldn't be paid to 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 promote them and not no no issues with you know adverts traditional media any of that kind of crap but definitely not okay when they see someone else or they feel like they on the flip side they really enjoy someone's content but they abuse you know their their i suppose their platform and then it kind of comes back to this thing where you know, I I think influencer culture, specifically in Ireland, it's such a messy business. It's really kind of got painted a certain way. And it's very hard for someone to kind of come back from that. So much so that the largest influences in influencers in Ireland, like even Rosie Connolly was like, oh, I hate the word influencer at one point. Yeah, well, it has such a negative, negative connotation. Content. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's... 
I mean, there was a few players that had a big part to play in that as yeah. well. And obviously we had the bloggers unveiled. It turns out that there was mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, a lot of... Shit going on. A lot of shit going on behind a lot of kind of mistrust. And I think that really, that brought the, that brought, you know, there was people who, there was people who always hated influencers, you know, for their own reasons, whatever else they didn't like about them. They just didn't understand it. They didn't understand why people were getting paid to do what they thought was, you know, easy work and work that, you know, labor that they thought maybe just shouldn't have been regarded as, you know, financially as stable. So there was that kind of situation, but with, with, I suppose, the exposing of influencers came all this kind of batch of other people who were on the fence, but then very much went onto the side of not arsed. Yeah, well, that's it. And it, look, at those the people who were deceitful, like they didn't do themselves or the industry any favours. Like you can say influencing isn't a job as much as you want. Tell that to a bank who's given an influencer a mortgage based on their fucking yeah. hands. Like, yeah. You know, like, whether you like it or not, it is a job. And it's a job. I, I was kind of, like we do have this attitude when it comes to people earning money and being successful, and like I kind of think <clears throat> I know I'm mentioning it again, but now we're not because I'm kind of listening to the secret and I'm I'm reading a few self help books, and it's like trying to rewire your brain into becoming like less of a negative person, especially with today's society and all the stuff that goes on in today's society, and it's like the majority of people for example will look at somebody driving a brand new spanking gorgeous Audi down the road might be going a little bit fast you know like not necessarily being dangerous or anything like that but the the majority of people will turn around that person having never done anything bad to you look at the car and go prick yeah and go wanker (laughs) like why but because it's ingrained into your brain you've been brought up to be taught that you, you need to literally ha- look like Rocky at the end of a fucking fight to earn good money. Like, yeah, th- this is the thing you've been brought up to believe. Whereas people are, you know, earning money, having a lovely lifestyle these days. And it's just, I, t- I just don't think people can get their heads around it. But at the same no. time, they haven't, if they're not being deceitful, they're not doing that on you like why do you have that attitude and I'm fully guilty of it like I'm I know I've been hit like I know I've slagged them in the past I I but this was before I kind of really looked into it and thought about it and kind of like why am I slagging them why it's just because it's so new that's what it is but when you get your head around it and start to understand it a bit more it's just like ah they're fucking harmless once they're not being deceitful they're grand like yeah you kind of move forward with it I think yeah anything new that's being introduced it's like oh but it's getting a bit old now kind of I'm over it I'm fucking over people moaning about SB and ads and all that other kind of crack like just I'm over it I'm just over the moaning I understand if you're if you're questioning maybe a relationship or you're like why and I do it too sometimes I click on an ad and I'm like now did that brand do any sniff of fucking research here no I know that still happens that happens and it shouldn't still happen especially with the fact that it's a nice established you know podium now Hmm. so it shouldn't still be happening but it does like it definitely does where I'm like in what what who thought up this relationship like what in turn did you give a list of five people to and say pick one to 
Exactly. And then it, there are, there is other unnecessary shit that happens as well. Like I, there was a, a time there last summer when people were like hinting for garden furniture to beat the fucking band. And then like the really expensive places were just sending them out fucking furniture then. Do you know what yeah. like, they, They're not... These kinds of places aren't thinking, okay, well, this patio set is two and a half grand. The average Joe isn't going to spend that amount of money. It just seems really fucking pointless. Like, Yeah, yeah. I know. I think it's... I think this is what it comes down to. There's so much more information out there. And people are... And, like, you know, influencers are getting better with disclosing their ads, their spawn con, their brand ambassadorships. Are they perfect? Absolutely not. But the people that aren't... The people that aren't open about it are the people that I choose not to support yeah they're the people that I unfollow and if I don't unfollow them I either mute them or I'm a silent follower and there is yeah. there is some people that I still follow that I don't like following but I have to follow them for work and other things so it's like or it's a case where it would just be too there would just be too much commotion if I didn't you know yeah, yeah um yeah. but in that in that way I kind of take myself out of the narrative by you know giving them the mute and anything else or anything that upsets me I say this often but anything that upsets me online I just don't fucking have time for anyone I'm too old yeah yeah so it's many things annoy me time. yeah yeah like so many things annoy me nowadays I really I don't need to be annoyed by somebody not disclosing their ad and I'm like but it, it does come down to it where you're like why do you not feel like you should be disclosing this ad yeah you've done your big paragraph and at the end is your tiny ad why didn't you put your hashtag ad at the start why aren't you proud to show off your work yeah. mm-hmm. no, jesus the amount of stuff, the amount of silent jobs that people have, I'm sure nurses would love to be able to show off their work to people. Maybe people would have a better understanding of it. Yeah. And how tough it is and how what the graft is. And, you know, it's the same for people working with companies, no matter how big or small. I'm like, why aren't you proud to disclose that as an advert? Yeah. What's yeah. the problem here? You're still getting paid. <laughs> the payment has well, gone that- through. No, that's true, but it is that same thing as well. Like I get it, I get nervous still when I get asked to do kind of like an ad campaign. And realistically, with the content that I do, I could do an ad for pretty much anything. Yeah, like I, could. I can, I can get away with going with a brand that I don't really relate to because I can just make up a comedy sketch about anything. Yeah. Know, like, yeah. Get away with it. But I still get nervous when I get asked for stuff. Especially even when it, it does suit me, that that what people's reaction are gonna be because people are so I I I'm only, I I'll use the word begrudging, but like they they do, it's just like oh they're a sellout. Yeah. They're a sellout. Like look at Darren Conway for instance. Remember the the episode that we did with him mm-hmm. and he was saying um he was like, people just torn on you when you start doing sponsored content. He says, but like, they're more than happy to look at your content and they, they want more and more and more content. But what they don't realize is that I'm not, I don't have a day job now. This is what I'm doing full time. How am I supposed to earn a living if you're going to be complaining about me not accepting money from sponsored content? Like, what, what do you want from me? Like, And this is, you know, it constantly comes back to this, that you just... <sighs> It's so unfortunate, but you have to just fucking go and live your life because there's so many dummies out there that don't understand what's right in front of them. You could bring the horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. seems to come up and it seems to be a constant, especially, you know, there was a lot of, I put up a few polls. Um, We asked uh, you guys, our listeners, 
what you were influenced on. And then we kind of got a little bit uh, deeper into the whole government thing too. But I, I popped up a few polls just to kind of see where people are leading. And it's funny because things that I thought were would be higher weren't and things that I thought would be lower weren't, you know, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. So very interesting. So there's a couple of questions that I asked on the polls. Um, not too many, but I said, would seeing an influencer breaking a government guidance influence you to relax on lockdown measures? So this is to do with what we were saying earlier about um, the government advertising, but this is something that I've seen kind of be more of a discussion of late. Well, I mean, when you see influencers going on holidays and like really kind of really kind of showcasing the fact that they're on holidays and they're not showing any restrict restrictions when they're away, especially to the younger. What was the result anyway? The result was no, 90% no, 10% yeah. Okay, right. So they'd go against it. like. And the reason why I asked that as well is because we, we've spoken about this before. It's like this whole thing of um, role model has kind of been thrusted onto anybody in the, in the public eye. Yeah. And that's something that I think when an online presence does something that you you don't agree with or you don't like it's so easy to just kind of fuck that into it because it's some it's a word that people will listen to and they kind of understand the situation they're like yeah they are a role model they shouldn't have done that yeah you know or they are somebody who people are being looked up to but then you ask the poll would you would you be influenced to do something dangerous if you saw it online and people say no mm. You know, there is that 10% of people, and by all means, that 10% could, could change a lot. But it's this kind of way where you have to kind of think with your head, I suppose. Yeah. I just... It was a bit of a I sticky don't... one. I did that one it, on purpose. Yeah, no, it is, because it's like, that's there would be upper, say for instance, Ellie Kelly. Gone yeah. on two holidays since restrictions, right? This is pure facts, and this is one of the people that's been... Um, discussed on Twitter and stuff like that, um, and that like the whole argument is that she's a role model for younger people, and that if they see her off enjoying herself, that they're all gonna go and do it as well. <laughs> like obviously, our audience and the people who answered that poll are completely different from yeah, Italy, yeah, like audience. So I would be interested to uh, get them in on the question and see what the crack is like. Yeah, um, I, I for younger people, I do think. Though it would kind of go, well, Ellie Kelly's doing it. Do you know? Yeah, I think it's a weird, maybe I'm just too, maybe I'm just too faithful in people. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, well, it, I mean, our audience obviously have a bit more, like, yeah. they would think about it a bit more than that, you know. I just yeah. feel like younger, carefree, dying to go on a holiday would see that and be just like, ah, sure, look it. You know, that kind of attitude. Yeah, I know it's it's it, it is, and that's that's kind of where I was going with it as well. I'm like, is is there things that you see people do, and you're like, well, fuck her. I mean, she's doing, it. I might as well do. It. I don't feel so bad about doing it now. Yeah, no, you would definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, no, like, I, I I'd look at say I say for instance, you know, when it, like yeah, you go a bit too heavy on the drink, and you have the fear the next day or whatever. If I'm online and I see somebody with a load of followers, and they're fucking dying of a hangover as well. It, instantly makes me feel so much better about myself yeah do you know yeah definitely you do kind of it's just like oh, she did it as well it's Robert Grant do you yeah know? it's, so it's not just me it's not just yeah me. exactly yeah 
So the next question I asked, um, and this was around something that we had seen over lockdown a lot, which was the the, the staycation, which people were mm. getting very annoyed about, um, aka Irish holiday. Yeah. Um, so I said, if you had a holiday in Ireland this year, were any of your location, restaurants or accommodation influenced by somebody with a platform online? I thought that this would be way higher. So it was actually no 75%, yeah, 25%. Oh, okay. Which I thought was quite interesting. Now, this is just coming from my own personal view of things. So, for instance, there's a cottage in Doolin. It's called Elfin Cottage. It's beautiful. Really, really gorgeous. The little purple thing? The little, um, yeah, you know the one with the bath looking out into the... Yeah. Yeah, onto the fields. It's absolutely. It's, it's on the corner. It's gorge. It's gorge. I love it. Go have a look at it. That cottage, uh, Nadia, another friend of the pod, she's a travel uh, writer. She visited that cottage back in January. And I remember looking at it back in January. And I remember like looking it up because there is one person that I trust with travel recommendations and somebody who I know likes the kind of same style as me. And that's Nadia. Hmm. I talk about her a lot because... I, she is one of those people that I would look to for her recommendations. I do really trust her opinion. And I looked at it and I was like, gorgeous. Yeah, I had a look. I was like, grand. Yeah, there's loads of weekends available there, blah, 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 blah. Funnily enough, that same cottage, then Louise Cooney ended up doing her quarantine in when she came home from America. Yeah. And then Aiden Kate got to stay there. And then I think James Cavanaugh got to stay there. And then I feel like there was a few influencers and they got in. And now it's booked out until like late 2021, I think. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny because I was expecting people, to, more people to say yeah, because, you know, whether you're willing to admit it or not, there is places. I would have never known about that Elfin Gaff if it wasn't for Nadia. Oh, you know, I was down there with me. That's where you go. You stay in Hotel Doolin or the Doolin Hotel and you go to the Cliffs of Moher and you go to the Doolin Caves and... All that it's all on the same street it's tiny like yeah and it's mad isn't it but like I, that's why I was I was shocked I, I would have thought that there was more people there's also some restaurants that I picked up from I've seen influencers doing their little staycations I was definitely like I, I found out about that Dingle Sea Safari from Rosanna Purcell going on it you know mm. loads of bits loads of bits and bobs so I, I was I suppose I was more surprised at that one I thought more people would have said yeah now you also have to remember I'm the kind of person that if it's you know doing a holiday in Ireland versus doing a holiday abroad I will always pick abroad hands down I'm not somebody who particularly enjoys holidaying in Ireland yeah mm. whether well, there's, there's I, plenty of people one of my friends hates holidaying abroad would only holiday in Ireland yeah, like her I, I, ha- I have I haven't done it enough to be like to kind of have a preference like you're given a chance to pick between the two of you five seconds what do you pick you go abroad every time yeah <laughs> yeah like I'd rather pay you know I'd, I'd rather pay whatever amount to yeah. to to ensure a climate it is the weather it is the yeah weather. oh it's the weather oh Ireland's absolutely stunning fantastic Watching people's stories from doing their staycations, my God, like we have unbelievable, and I always say it's the most beautiful country in the world. If we had the climate, this place would be in a tourist hub, be more of a tourist hub, would be bleeding hopping. Imagine yeah, our yeah, beaches yeah. and everything, the resorts we'd have would be through the roof, but the climate for me is just, I just can't do it. 
it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't do it for you. One thing I will say, and what's brilliant, and I know you said Nadia is a great source, but there's a, a Instagram page called Insta Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's run by a fellow called Keith. He has a Facebook group as well called the Irish Road Trip. His content is phenomenal. And it's all about these little plans that you can do. And it's called the Great Irish Road Trip. He has every, like, literally no stone unturned. He has everything Ooh. on that website. It's fucking brilliant. And I'm just like, every time I look at it, I'm just like, oh, I'd love to do that now. I'd love to do that now. It, it just makes everything look so... So like great. The, yeah, like that little picture of the, the purple cottage in Doolin. Like, you know, that kind of... And it, like so many activities and it show you the best Airbnbs to go to, like that you stay in a tree house and, you know, all this sort of stuff. It's really, really good if yeah. you were looking to do a staycation, go onto his page. It's fucking brilliant. And he has lists upon lists upon lists of places to stay, like unreal, for different budgets and, ah, geez, I don't know where he finds the time to do it all. Like Amazing. Yeah, very good. I'm literally just having a go now. Looks gorgeous. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that. That was another thing that I, I, I suppose I was more surprised about the results than anything else. Yeah. Um. So another question I asked was, would you prefer if influencers did more meaningful adverts and sponsorships for various initiatives paid for by the government? So this actually came from one of the messages that we got in, where they were kind of saying, you know, I don't really agree with the COVID thing. I just think at the moment it's such a mess, and they they brought up a couple of valid points, and they were like, but I do wish that they did a lot more around, um the RSA and I wish that they put more money into a couple other initiatives around uh you know cervical checks and all that other kind of crack yeah you know and I think it's it it was it was interesting because I was like yeah there's you know there's spend there there's always spend there they spend you know they do their their regular cervical adverts and or cervical check adverts and all that other kind of crack but there's always money in the pot for these things so maybe bringing it to to people because you know, influencers, the reason why influencer influencing marketing works is because there's a genuine connection built up between that person and their following. Mm. And you know that and I know that from having our online platforms that you've genuine relationships with these people. They trust your opinion, they trust you, and they like and enjoy your content. And that's why influencer marketing works so much. And that's why it's such a lucrative business and it's a billion dollar business because it works. So mm. why not, you know use something that we know definitely works something like traditional media does work but maybe it's starting to wane a lot of people are starting to spend their uh, radio advertising money which by the way is fucking mad money it's so expensive to get a radio on the ad or to get a ad on the radio yeah yeah and they're starting to go to podcasts something that are slightly cheaper but have that real core audience yeah that's true you know and those people that are definitely listening and you know engaged and that's that's been you know a big buzzword is engagement so why not kind of use that spend yeah absolutely the money's going to be spent anyway yeah no definitely but I did one of me thought the thoughts that kind of came across my head as well with this whole thing was like I feel like influencers should be doing it anyway they shouldn't have to be paid to, to like I don't know, like spread, you know, like be a good example or talk about the guidelines. Now, obviously, they'd want to be going to the actual sources and making sure that they're spreading the right information or whatever. I just, if somebody, I would, I, 
this is an unpopular opinion, but I would find it a bit rich seeing somebody who has not talked once about the guidelines, who's clearly been out and about the town, getting paid to talk about the guidelines all of a sudden when they haven't fucking mentioned it. All they've done is complained about quarantine and lockdown and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Do you know, if I start saying it, I, I, would, I, I would roll my eyes. But I think when it comes to that point, right, just to play devil's advocate, I've seen, that, I've seen that thing on Twitter and it's like normal conversation, some white guy around the corner, to play devil's advocate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's me right now. I think people's frustrations are not with the influencer, which, by the way, it was only an idea that was floated. Everyone just decided, well, no, fuck that. They've all been on holidays. No, not every not every influencer has been on holidays, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. None of them have been talking, well, also untrue. You know, you can't just generalize it. I think where people's frustration is, is it actually backs down to, to the logistics of this fucking government. I don't think people trust the government to put in the correct amount of research, the correct amount of preparation and planning to get yeah. the right person for the gig and to give them the correct information. And I think that is that is what I would struggle with. I've no problem somebody getting paid to advertise guidelines, anything along those lines. I am more nervous about the preparation that they would be given. And the as I've said earlier, the you know, the matching up of the advertisement, the correct person. Yeah, but this is what I I'm saying like obviously what I said was it, it does come down to the person at the end. It depends on who would, who would be doing it, do you know? Yeah. And I think um, it, it's funny because I don't know one influencer that would touch it. I, I do not know because of the absolute uproar that there was. I, I, you couldn't pay me a million to do it. You couldn't. No, no, that's the thing. You actually yeah. couldn't. No. You'd be slated. So... Yeah, when it comes to, oh yeah, so when it comes to the actual results of that poll is um, 39, of, so this is their closest poll, 39 of you said yeah, percent of you said no, yeah, 39 percent of you said yeah, uh, 61 percent said no. No. So you, you don't, you wouldn't prefer if they did more meaningful adverts, yeah. which is interesting. It is interesting. But so I thought that that would be higher. I'm not really surprised because social media is such an escapism sort of thing as well. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, I care about serious issues, but at the same time, if everybody is just talking about serious issues, it's just, it's a very different place. Yeah, definitely. Once in a blue moon, grand, but it's constant and it's like just like fucking guideline after guideline after. It's just like, oh, stop, just stop. Here we (laughs) go. So we asked you guys to tell us about your in. We we asked you kind of two, I suppose, double double ended question. First of all, what what you're influenced by, and who you're influenced by, and then also what you think of what's happening currently with the COVID and the government and the marketing spent, etc. So we'll go through a few of the DMs. Um, I have one here. Hey, gals. So people who influence me are people like yourselves. Ah, I swear I didn't go into this on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, you're like anyway, uh, more about me. Well, uh, more about me. Uh, Jen gives honest opinions, so I buy what she suggests. Ah, uh, thank you. And when she says it's shit, it's written off in my head. Carla, for me, isn't a quote-unquote influencer. She's a gas bitch who says it as it is. 
I live for her bit or a shit. Uh, I live her for her hit or a bit shit segment. Neither of you are full of spawn which means when you suggest something, I go with it. Also, Mrs. Hinge, I will say if she says a new sponge slash mop is deadly, I do buy it because I love a clean gaff. Then she has a screenshot here of the Dublin Live, and the headline is "Pay Social Media Influencers Twenty Grand to Teach Young About." To teach young about COVID, says TD Neil Richmond. And then she said underneath it, this crap is what makes me hate influencers. They should not be paid to talk about things that affect them. This is a global issue. People are dying and they should not be benefiting from it. Well, see, good point. Uh, everything about people who are making uh, the masks, etc., being assholes, making money, but influencers should not be benefiting from this. It's a good point. Mm. As you say, like, it is also, I don't know, like, obviously there are young people who don't watch the news or don't mm-hmm. listen to traditional radio, and it is where they would see their, like, their, their bit of, um, they would get their info, you know, but at the same time, it just, it's not sitting right with me, the influence yeah. thing. I just feel like they shouldn't have to be paid. Yeah, people are dying. I don't think anyone should have to be paid. Like, it is a pandemic, but... Yeah. If, like... It's not... But it's not wrong either. I do agree. Like, it's not wrong either. People shouldn't have to be paid. And this is is something that keeps coming up. It's like, they should be doing it anyway. But they are doing it anyway. Some of them are. Not all of them are. And those aren't the ones... And this is where it comes down to it. We would hope that whoever is, you know, whoever's... Well, bless the intern or the, the person who actually has to find the qualified people for this campaign that I don't think is going to go ahead now. The whole point of it is that you would find somebody suitable, somebody who has been talking about it already, who's quite passionate about it, um, and someone who has been kind of spreading correct links, correct information, you know? Yeah. That is what who, you would hope who, when it comes to something so serious. Kind of on a, who do you personally think would be a good kind of candidate to do it so people that i've i've seen spreading good like solid information i don't follow a lot of people i don't follow a lot of the biggies um i suppose the biggies as people would say i don't follow a ton um i know cherry sue uh she has been spreading she's always spoken like she's always talked about great information about stuff coming up to covid Vanula J, again, she's great for an L link and a great L swipe up. And she's yeah. always good with these kind of things. She's very proactive when it comes to anything that's kind of, I suppose, helpful. She's very proactive with yeah. doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. She really is. Yeah. Like, she's really, really proactive about doing the right thing. Same with the BLM movement. Same with any anything that's come up. She's she's very, very proactive. And it's someone that I'd be like, I'm, I'm glad the fucking government paid her, actually. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where it kind of comes down to because I'm like, she was doing it anyway. But it's, you know, you have to think of it this way. I'm an intern. I've been told by the government that I've sent out this email. I've been given 15 people's, you know, email addresses and I've sent out this email. And it's saying, hey, guys, uh, the government are running something at the moment and we really want you to get involved and share this with your followers. And I get zero responses. Now, say the same email and I'm like we're going to pay you a grand to do this all of a sudden I get 15 responses yeah 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 no I get you 
Like I've been asked by charities to like by official email to share stuff and I've no problem doing it. Like if they yeah. reach out with an email, like I, I'd be like, Yeah, no fucking problem. Like I'm not gonna be paid to do that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, but you're gonna get the people who aren't even gonna entertain it. Like you know that the two Jameses are gonna be approached if this does go ahead. Yeah, and but the, the thing is as well, I think when it comes like Jen, this isn't our job, like this isn't our this isn't our bread and butter. This isn't our main thing, you know? Yeah. Like the influencing thing, my, you know, my makeup platform and anything that I do on the side is very much a side gig. It's something that I, I take with a pinch of salt. If it collapsed tomorrow, I wouldn't be crying. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, if my platform got deleted, I wouldn't be like, I'd be sad because I've built up a great relationship with people, but I wouldn't be devastated. My income hasn't just, you know, evaporated. Yeah. But there's people that do this have you know do this as they're living it's it's their living they've calendars they've schedules they have things planned they've you know content scheduled sponsor content schedules you know things that can't be if you if you think about it and just from talking to people who do this full time you know they can only run a certain ad for something and it can't be too close to another ad yeah exactly and yeah. they have you know their content planned for a full month like this is their wage this is their business they have to be able to make money they have to know how much money they're making that's true, true. so it's not just a case I think it's it's really easy to be like I asked them to post this for me and they didn't and it's like yeah okay so now I'm I'm after getting paid you know five grand by Kelkin to do my butter popcorn ad and it has to be 15 slides and you know it's whatever I've planned it all out because yesterday I did a fashion haul and tonight I'm talking about popcorn and tomorrow I'm going to do something to do with me whatever your your gig is or your fitness travel anything along those lines and if you said yes to every single thing and it with charity it should always be a yes I'm the same I do a lot of bits with Simon I do as much as I can for Book and Hound who are the um where the guys who do their their PR I suppose and I'll fit it in as much as I can, but I can do that because my platform is sporadic and is, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, same with yours, Jen. You could, as you said earlier, you could do an advert for pretty much anything at any time. Yeah. And you could bang it up like one day you could be talking about, you know, the mermaid waiver and the next day you could be talking about a pregnancy pillow. Yeah. It just is that kind of way, but that's the kind of followings that we have. And that's the, the platforms, I suppose, that we've built where there's somebody else who has built a, a purely aesthetic platform or whatever else like that there's more things that they have to take into account very true yeah it's not just this kind of like slapdash bang it up off we go it it, it does sometimes have to be planned and I would hope that when it when it comes to the government that that's something that they had to take into account as well if they're if they're kind of trying to do something that's a switch on advertising it'll probably cost more because Mm. it's going to disturb and you know some a lot of these people have managers they've agency they've a lot going on for them behind the scenes yeah very true so there's all that costing and all of that as well so I think it's from the outside looking in it can just be like well why wouldn't they just bang it up anyway blah 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 but there's there's a lot more behind the scenes I'm not saying that it's right that they shouldn't I think that as much as you can help you absolutely should and as organic as you can get and I think one of the best things about being an influencer in Ireland is that no one would judge you for it, maybe as much as, say, uh, an American with a high following or a uh, English person with a high amount of followers, you know? Mm, yeah. In Ireland, I think we're a bit more kind of forgiving. We'd be like, oh, yeah, grand, random ad, whatever. Or not random ad, but you'd be like, you were doing all your, your bits and here's a COVID thing, you know? Yeah, very true. So, um, I'm yeah. Going, yeah. 
I know, I get you, I get you. The, I have another DM here, try and get through them swiftly because we're coming up to the hour yeah. mark. Um, hey girls, just on the topic of being influenced, I just have to say, if any of the Irish podcasters I listen to, in brackets, YouTube, bandwagons, two Johnnies are up to 90, we're talking about something, it would make me think, uh, it would make me a lot more interested in it and I don't know why. I feel like I know you when I uh, very clearly don't, but I can 100% trust your opinion. Also, Laura's views. So that's the second one there for Laura. Second one for Laura. But uh, there is others I used to follow and just because they got too big for their boots, if they recommended something, I was much more inclined to stay away from it. And she put a laughy face in there. Some bloggers are OTT and you just know when they're in it for the money and not the actual product itself. Anyway, love the pod. Hope you're so well. Also wanted to add, listening oh, listening to the driving episode this week and when Carla talked about how good of a car the Polo is, it really had me thinking about getting one. Interesting. Yeah. They are great. They're a little go-kart lads. <laughs> they're they're brilliant. Uh, I'll say it again. They're absolutely brilliant. That's interesting, um, though, that when is she um, and bloggers kind of got, quote-unquote, too big for their boots, it turned her off what they were promoting. Well, there has been some things that I've been turned off buying before as well. As there, yeah? Yeah, there has been things that I've been like, oh, well, I'm not arse. Everybody's talking about that shy. <laughs> well, when, it, when it's a very obvious like marketing campaign and fucking yeah. everyone is showing the same thing. Like when them seltzers came out and you you was having on your story as well, I was like, will you fuck off with your seltzers like? But I like a seltzer. So that was, I, I, I was sent a wine seltzer, but I was never sent, or sorry, not a wine seltzer. I was sent a wine spritzer. Um, but I was never sent any of the the, the hard seltzers, and I was devo because I I'm I, I'm a seltzer drinker. Like that's what I drink vodka soda water lime. That's my drink. So it's a, I'm a seltzer influence. Like I'm a seltzer. Um, like I'd be heavily influenced by that. And I've still yeah, that flying yeah. flamingo, and which is the, the Irish one. I feel like I was the only person who wasn't bloody sent it, and uh, I buy it every weekend now. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. Well, I suppose yeah. yeah. It depends on whether you're a fan of it or not. But at the same time, I was just like, this is obviously a very but like uh, fucking pedal to the floor marketing campaign and when you're seeing it on everybody's story it does kind of make you go oh for the love of Jesus it was like no. the pink gin phase do you remember the fucking pink gin phase of 2018 our fucking Aperol I love Aperol <laughs> no but it was at one stage everybody was doing Aperol and I was just like like what is this it's not that but it wasn't necessarily that anybody got too big for their boots that tore me off it was just like this is very obviously after being like <laughs> i don't know just fucking forced down their throat like yeah that and kind it's, of stuff turns me off right? yeah and i i do i i understand what people can kind of be like oh jesus now everyone's on white claws or whatever else but like it's new and i think for someone like me who um I'm okay with wine. I do like a beer, but beer doesn't love me. You know, yeah, I, I am a, I am a like a liquor. I'm a, I'm a liquor drinker, if you will. And uh, it's nice that I can have it in cans. I really hope pubs start doing it because when everybody else is lamping five euro pints into them, I can hopefully get like a little six euro seltzer, and I'm not paying twelve fucking fifty for someone to put it into a glass with a spit of sparkling water. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's my thinking behind it. Um, um I have another one here. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, hi Carla slash Jen think it's a good idea using influencers to spread the message although they will have to use a wide variety of influencers and not just the big ones with the biggest following 
a lot of people relate better with the smaller influencers. I do, however, agree that influencers should not necessarily have to be paid in order to promote some of these issues. For example, a well-known man couple who went abroad and did not quarantine when they came back should not be one of these influencers that are paid to spread the message, which is very true. Yeah, yeah, and this is again, this is what we were talking about earlier about you. You would hope the the government with its unlimited resources, literally unlimited resources, um, money to burn them lads, that they would actually be be cautious and careful with with the research that they're putting into it and and the selection of of people that they choose. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, this is interesting. I never thought of it this way. Um, hey gals, love the podcast. It's my go to listen on the way to drop my four year old to play school. I'm forever being influenced to buy clothes from Zara of Rosie Connolly, and that's mainly because I have zero time for Zara online. And with swipe up links, it's dead handy. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Also, makeup and tan is something I'm evilly influenced, especially for tan. I'm a sucker for tan. I'm the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen your room, Carly. Yeah. I'd like if anyone ever needs a bottle of tan, they just come up to my room and pinch it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that is very handy. Like if you are, because I do, I love when I see, um, Rosie Connolly doing her like. You know, listen, any influencer, and this is nothing personal on Rosie, when they're walking towards the camera and they're showcasing an outfit and they're like it's doing that kind of Britney vibes on the video. Yeah. Just like, stop! 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 Yeah, girl. Camera, stop doing that. But in fairness, the clothes do be stunning. So when you're heavily inspired by something that they're wearing, it's so handy to just swipe up. Yeah. Yeah, and if you see something, and again, it's that kind of thing where she's a similar body type to you or they've a, they've a, you see a top that you know will look good on you. It's just so easy. And Zara, yeah. Zara online isn't somewhere that I would like to spend a lot of time. It's fucking like, fuck, I have no fucking time for Zara. No. I have no, no time for Zara online and I have no time no. to walk into Zara. I never no. find anything nice in Zara. No, I have, I think I've two, well, mainly because Zara doesn't size, you know, above mm. curvy stick insects, but <laughs> I find very yeah. difficult to find anything that will fit me there, number one. And then number two, I think I've like two tops from there and that's better. Yeah, no, I just can't, so any, I, I constantly hear women talking about, oh, got it in Zara, got it in Zara. I'm like, where? 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 Yeah, like, that's the thing. I'm like, where Is did you take, you know? water for your journey yeah like seriously it's a lot um my mum influences me it's like I'm programmed to put her first even over myself and sometimes that's really hard I'm 38 and I've held off getting many tattoos as I and I really want them because she doesn't like them Ah, that's sweet I get that but it's interesting isn't it it's these little things that Mm. you know you, you wouldn't think you're like oh yeah you would be influenced to not do that or maybe do something else or you know, and people, it's it's funny because my mum, you know, the relationship that I have with my mum, I trust her opinion, but I'd never, like, I'm always like, how would you fuck off? Yeah, yeah you wouldn't. Like, like if she'd be like, off. maybe we won't wear that top. I'd be like, would you fuck off and wearing the top? But there's some yeah. people are like, that's my mum. I have to do what she says, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Where you, you wouldn't really be that heavily affected if she went, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. You'd probably tell D to fuck off. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you? <laughs> Whereas most people would be like, Mom, somebody, my mum's annoyed at me. I'd be like, ah, yeah. I should get over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, I have one here. I think the whole point of influencers is to use them, but pretend you are not using them so people actually get influenced. Okay. Um, I know they have to use hashtag ad, but not if it's a government message. What? Okay. Right. And they're so thick in the government that they have to tell us what they are doing before they do it, just to see yeah. if they get approval, just to get, just get, do it and get on with it. It's like, that's, uh, now I get what she's saying. Like, <laughs> they probably should have just getting on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And being like, here, we'll give you money, but don't tell anyone. Will yeah. you just, will you re- reel off a few of the guidelines there just yeah. to get followers plays? Like, we- yeah. <laughs> People will. People would just would have been like, "Oh, there's an ad." Like, <laughs> rather than being like, "We might uh, give influencers money." No, yeah, okay, maybe. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. Oh, no, we don't. We don't like that. No, okay, no, we don't like that. No, okay, okay, very good. Um, being influenced, I honestly can't understand why people are enraged by the idea of influencers being paid to promote COVID-related content. If I saw an influencer doing it, would I roll my eyes? Probably, but only in the same way I with any other product or service that they promote. Do people not realize that they are paid to promote products in general? I'd rather see influencers educating people on social distancing and hand hygiene than flogging slimmy t- slimming teas or any other rubbish that can actually be damaging to young people. On a lighter note, <laughs> no, sorry. There's a there's a two part. Um, on a lighter note, Carla, <laughs> you influenced me to do the cycle down the world's most dangerous road in Bolivia, and I shot a brick and hated it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. How random is that that you influenced her to do that? That's so mad. I just um, thought I just thought you have to do these things. You have to cycle death road. When you're at death road, you've to cycle death road. And to be honest, I'm not even entirely sure I enjoyed it. But it was seven hours and I did it. <laughs> and you did it anyway. Oh, she raised it. a very good point. Like if they're going to be promoting stuff, why not promote promote stuff that's gonna be for the health and safety of the public, you know? Yeah. It is a good point. You know? It's- if some if someone has to be paid by taxpayers' money to quote unquote influence safety during a pandemic, we have a much bigger problem with society. Bet these same influencers wouldn't talk about or influence people to wear a condom and education around STDs. Well, I have seen influencers promote condoms. I have seen. Um... <clears throat> I know that colleges actually pay quite well for um, influencers to go down and do, you know, talks on Freshers' Week. Yeah, it's all about uh, the morning after pill and safe sex yeah. and STD. Yeah. And yeah, it does actually, it does actually happen. Yeah. So uh, I kind of disagree with you there. Yeah. Uh, someone here says I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with influencers some I feel are completely honest and open and so if I see them put up sponsor content I'm inclined to believe that they're genuinely behind the product or the service others with others I don't believe anything they say and I think even their non-sponsor posts are a ploy for freebies that's what you were saying earlier with the garden furniture certain people definitely take the piss but that'll always be the way no matter what the subject is it's just a shame when people invest money on products that aren't as great as they made out to be all because they trust the person also i think there needs to be more regulations surrounding influencers and sponsorships yeah it's it's such a blurry business as well though isn't it yeah 
Yeah. It really is such a glory business. Like, and I think that's the general feel, like horror kind of perspective. It depends on who it is. Like, you will trust other people. People who aren't blasting out hashtag SPs all over the place, you will probably trust them more than somebody who's doing it constantly. But as you said, this is how they make their, their living. This is, this is their job, whether they believe in it or not. This is what they do for a living. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it, like it is business at the end of the day. And this one here says, too long for the question box. This is something influencers should have done naturally if it fits with them. It's too late now. It's known widely that this is what the government are going to do. So when people see hashtag ads, they'll take no notice. Only, oh yeah, 20k for that and tap on through. It's not a bit authentic. The government have lost the public with their own carry-on. It would send a better message <clears throat> to the public if all those flouting, as they say, were sacked fully and not just demoted. Look at your one who redesigned, oh, who resigned for travelling to Spain twice. After it all died down, she was rehired. Christ, I'm going off on a tangent now and getting getting all the mads. Well, I mean, it is true. Yeah. The amount of, like... Fianna Fáil, since they got in, oh. it's been a shit show. Sorry, like, could you just tell me where Michal Martin's been? Like, could so, again, I ask this, I think, once a week, every week on this fucking podcast. If somebody could let me know where he's been. <laughs> if like, someone... What happened to him? Even my ma said, like, well, obviously, when he was in opposition, or when he was, like, you know, doing the whole doing the good thing, trying to get elected or whatever. He was a fucking fantastic speaker and he came up with great points and he did, like, it, you would kind of, you'd nearly trust him, but since he got into power, it's like, what? The, who is this man? Yeah. What? Who is Mr. Burns? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God, Karen, I literally just thought of Mr. Burns before you fucking said that. <gasps> nice. You know, it, it is. Nice. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. Um. Okay, so, oh, Jesus, this is so true. Here's another one. Honestly, if an influencer did, it would probably end up like Golfgate Golfgate 2.0. Yeah. It would. You'd, you'd get yeah. somebody talking about guidelines and then yeah. they'd come out, bloggers yeah. unveiled, parts 27. He was in fucking Germany last week. Or whatever, yeah. Like, <laughs> that kind Defo. of thing. Be like, here's some pictures of them and I beat that. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it will be and that's what I mean like this is this is what I mean I don't think an influencer would touch it with a barge pole now because of what's happened because people were like but there's beforehand someone might have taken the gig I, I, I think they'd be pushed to find someone who would take the gig now yeah definitely you know? uh, probably different to the kind of messages you'll get but one of the teachers I had was low-key an absolute scientific genius and knew everything that there was to know about the environment which wasn't to do with our course by the way she'd end up going on tangents about it in class and educating us and stuff we had no idea was affecting the planet as badly but she did it in a very non-criticizing way just very informative without realizing I became really self-conscious that I tried to buy stuff with the least amount of packaging or recyclable in shops and leave loose veg as is instead of using the plastic bags I switched to eco-friendly bathroom cleaners uh, traipse out the black bin and work with piles of paper rather than throwing them in the rubbish bin directly below my till and splashed out last week on new Adidas runners because they are made from 50% recycled materials. Definitely a great influence on me, but one I never expected to affect me. P.S. Can you cut <laughs> P.S. Can you cut the loops on your disposable masks before binning them? They're becoming a problem for wildlife. 
Oh, shit. Shit, I need to do that, sorry. And Well, I'm wearing reusable ones. I haven't worn a blue mask in fucking months. Oh, I only I wear think. blue masks. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's kind of, as well, it's, it's like, what the fuck do you do? Because obviously wearing the same mask all day long probably isn't great. But at the same time, I just, I can't just keep picking up a new fucking blue mask every time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Uh, Christ, this is so embarrassing. And I was old enough to know better. When I was about 19, as as said, old enough to know, as I said, old enough to know better, I had this phone that was constantly going dead. I seen on Facebook that you put if you put the phone into the microwave, oh... For 10 to 15 seconds that it would instantly charge the battery. You can see where where I'm going with this. Basically, I was in work and we had an almost industrial-like microwave. I didn't think anything of it. Logged the phone in, seen sparks after like three seconds, took it out and some of the side uh, side of it had melted. Word got out what I had done. I still hadn't lived it down to this day. On the plus, I went to Meteor and feigned ignorance. They sent it away and they uh, they couldn't figure out the issue. Got a brand new phone to replace it. It worked out in the end. I haven't trusted the internet since. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was influenced by. Oh, I'm howling. Fuck, like, you, absolutely no bother putting your phone into a little bag of rice, but into the microwave, I don't think I would have even fallen for that one. As you said, she was 19. Um, lots of people saying no to this uh, in relation to the thing that you put up. Uh, would see an influencer breaking government gardens make you relax. Uh, lots of people saying no to this, but I think subconsciously, if you see people out enjoying themselves with their pals, not two meters apart, etc., then you do start to think that it's okay too. So there, there's an opinion on that. Mm. I mean, like it is that kind of herd mentality as well. Like if you're Say, for instance, like, my family over in Coolock, they used to do uh, lockdown bingo every Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And this was, like, in the height of lockdown, like, the really strict one. And we went over one of the nights, and everybody was just kind of really relaxed with all of the guidelines, like, going to in and out of each other's houses. And it was now it was towards the end of lockdown, because was, I think it was, like, the last night of it. And uh, I was kind of going, oh, right, okay, so this is kind of... But then I did find myself kind of being, like, at Grant. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 I do get you. Even though I had been so strict all along and I had been following the guidelines, when I was over there, I was just like, at Grant, everybody's doing it. You were like, you I know? can have a little bingo as a treat. <laughs> yeah. As a treat. Have, have a little bingo. Bingo. As a treat. Um have one here hey gals love 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 the pod in regards to what influencers influenced me to buy my entire makeup collection i was wearing l'oreal infallible foundation for two years and now all i see is peach when i wear it insert enjoy the money jane bit from come down with me carla haha <laughs> <laughs> yeah enjoy the money jane <laughs> oh, oh, influencers definitely contribute to the throwaway culture with clothing i understand that content needs to be new and fresh but honestly where were we all going making our entire wardrobe leopard print when it lasted two seasons maximum i'm sorry leopard print has never died oh. on. okay jen unpopular opinion okay jen <laughs> as I influencers feel like, hmm? i feel like fucking cats later sometimes sorry i can't i have so much leopard print 
you're Carol Baskin now. Um, she goes on to say, as influencers yourselves, do you think Irish influencers just can't handle money and notoriety and that's why they run the loot lo- or often lose the run of themselves? Case in point, the boom. I'm sure it's to do with Catholic shame and, and us as a nation hating to see someone doing well for themselves. <laughs> That was deep. Oh, like Rachel Hun, I feel like you are very on our vibe. Like you're very on our level. <laughs> yeah. I love the enjoy the money, James. Oh, enjoy the money. Um, um yeah, I I do see where you're going. It's probably down to Catholic. It's probably down to toxic childhood. Now, um, there is a bit of that. There is a bit of kind of like, oh, just a bit weird. A bit of money now. Jesus, I'm a bit famous in Ireland. What do I do with myself? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, there is a kind of, and I, I think again, it's it's one of those things. It's like I can have a little, uh, you know, flouting of the rules as a treat. <laughs> there is a bit of that, and and something that I will say, and even to bring up the thing about you know Ellie Kelly going to, she just went to Santorini, but Santorini was on the the green list when she left, and she came back before closed and you know just because Eddie Kelly is doing it there is loads of Irish people there was actually quite a few Irish people her friends that were over there or people that she knew and there's people doing it it's just that we see the influencer doing it you know a couple of my the colleagues in my job all went to Greece there was I think four of them went to Greece when it was like it was on the green list though yeah exactly it was on the green list so you know the green list was created to 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 I suppose try and keep people well, I suppose try and keep pe- people traveling because that's what the economy needs. The economy does need tourism, yeah. and other other economies need it too. Although it's probably not, it's not the best decision to be making right now. I think there there's rhymes and reasons, and and they do have, I, I suppose, a process. Well, at the same time, when when a a, a country is green listed, and I know that they say. Like, don't be going on holidays if it's not absolutely essential or, you know, all that kind of stuff. But at the same mm-hmm. time, we, we kind of do need to live alongside it now as well. Yeah. Like we, exactly. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm like, this is us now. And I was having this conversation pretty much with the, pretty much with like seven different people this week. Like, this is us now. We're going to be coming in and out of this until there's a vaccine. Yeah. Like there'll be counties going into lockdowns, we're going to spike, then we're going to drop, and then we're going to spike, and then we're going to drop, and there's going to be different strains of the flu going around, and there's going to be different things, and we're about to come into flu season itself, and, you know, there's going to be, it, this is us, like, this is, we, we have to kind of try and, I suppose, find a way of, of, of living with it, and that's, I think that's why this lockdown, the Dublin lockdown that's happening right now has really hit people, because it, it, everyone was like, oh God, not again. I know it does. It's not as it doesn't feel as strict as the last time. Look, it's 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 the but again, I think this is where people are are frustrated because a lot of people feel like the government hasn't acted quick enough and they haven't done enough, and then you put people back into a lockdown. Um, all I can even think about is how am I supposed to do that again? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how the fuck I did that. It's mad. It's, you know, it's mad. In the words yeah. of Emma Dorn, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. So one here, uh, it might help. And at this point, what else can they do? This is talking about uh, the advertising. I think we let a lot of younger audiences when Martin took over from Leo, like Leo or not, younger audiences can relate to him and some of his life experiences more than Michal. Leo's speeches, like, 
First of all, she was called a Martin. Now she's called a Michal. Jeez, I can't keep up with these nicknames for the lads. Uh, Leo's <laughs> Leo's speeches were more engaging and spoke more genuinely, in my opinion, engaging a younger audience. Even the fact that he played up to the social media hype of dropping movie lines, including Mean Girls quotes into his speeches. I think it made him charismatic and I, for one, can remember tuning in and diving for the TV once I heard Leo's talking to us tonight. Yeah, fatigue and burnout has played a part in losing a younger audience. But I think hearing from people such as influencers who they can relate to will resonate more than with current current government guidelines. P.S. Love the podcast. Only a newbie, but quickly making my way through old episodes and my many lockdown walks. Ah, thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think... I don't know, it's a weird one because, you know, if you say in any way that you liked anything that Leo did, that's something that's doing as well. I think his speeches, Leo's a great public speaker, always has been. It's why he's, you know, it, probably one of the reasons why he is where he is today. And I think it was so new at the start, though, as well. That It was like a novelty, wasn't it? We hadn't a fucking clue what was going on. And there were so many things. Like, I'll never forget watching the first lockdown speech oh that was yeah something and different. I was texting my manager at the time <laughs> I remember being like what the fuck is happening and he was like I don't know and you know when you're like chatting to someone who normally kind of like not not has the answers but someone that you kind of like you're used to just having some answers <laughs> yeah no it was it, it was shocking as well because it was just like it was one of those it was like oh fuck this is serious yeah yeah we were, after, we were after going through a time where it was like whatsapp going lads 600 hours we have to lock down dublin you know like yeah mates within the army and it was all just a bit oh the fun. army sorry the army yeah oh let's go back to that phase of lockdown <laughs> and then he actually came on and he was just like yeah, no, this is uh, this is some serious shit. Sorry about this, but <laughs> yeah. good luck. See you. So we're from home. Now yeah. we're open. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Retail's closed. God bless. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty serious. Pretty serious stuff. So Damn I, serious. I don't know. And as well, I think Michal Martin... Okay, so the government has been a shit show. Like, they have been... It, it, I, like I said before, it was like politicians unveiled at one stage. It was just, it was getting ridiculous. It was getting ridiculous how fucking disobedient they were being, how irresponsible they were being. I, oh, it was just, I, it's fucking mind blowing. It's baffling. Yeah, you had fuckers falling asleep in the doll and everything like. Um, but at the same time, everybody's getting so sick of it now as well. It's easy to take it out on the person who's trying to control it all. Yeah. Yeah. And not that he's trying to, because, like, don't get it twisted. I know Leo is a great speaker, but he did not fucking write them speeches. No, no. And I think that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a very important point to make. And, like, he, me dad, he works in a, a butcher's and Leo goes into the shop. And he says he's a lovely chap. He's, he's a lot of time for everyone. Like, Leo, he's actually a really nice man. Mm-hmm. And he, you can tell that he has a lot on his shoulders and he's very stressed or whatever. But he's like, your heart would nearly go out to him, even though he says, yeah, like, I have been affected by the government and some of the shit that is implemented on, you know, like, the rich stay rich and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, listen, it's not it's not ideal, our society, but at the same time, he, yeah, has said he was like, no, your heart to go out for him. He says, but then at the same time, 
you can't really blame the people for getting a bit fucking empty now. Like not well comparing the two now because yeah, yeah. people did feel a little bit like oh yeah like you would look back now and go oh she didn't Leo do a great job didn't yeah and I think a great job but yeah, it, the facts of it is more people died on Leo's watch than they did on Mia Martin's yeah and I, I think there was a lot of people were like well he's a doctor at the end of the day and it kind of it really turned the tide for him mm, yeah I think because a lot of people were like well thank fuck at least he's a doctor yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, yeah, it's, it's a bit mad. Um, I'll read out one more because uh, this is just going to get too long. People are guessing to listen to this. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, really? Somebody doesn't like it? Okay. <laughs> I'll uh, read out one last message. Uh, don't think I've ever bought anything from an influencer that I wasn't already on the hunt for or looking for a new one of. I'm always cautious about what influencer pu- influencers are pushing, and it's very annoying when they are just constantly showing an overwhelming amount of quote-unquote stuff every single day with zero substance to it or zero substance to any other content on a more positive note i love all the influencers slash pages who are here educating and providing really good resources for interesting and current affair topics giving info and helpful links regarding politics and everything else that's going on in the world that should be getting a bit of attention and some amazing pages out there and they are the real influencers that deserve the credit. The ones starting real conversations. Love the pod, by the way. So there you go. There's somebody who uses our social media to educate herself. Yeah. Whereas I think there are the... Mid, uh, well, it's hard to tell whether it's the majority or the minority that use the internet to just look at chewing them. <laughs> you know, like just a bit of escapism. Yeah. And stuff, you know? Yeah. Personally, for me, it's the comedy for me. It's the, <laughs> it's the memes for me. It's the memes for me. It's the TikTok lols for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is for me. Um, Guys, the reason why these have been getting so long is because these are all just so involved. And I just want to say thanks a mil. Yeah, it's been great. Jesus, the DMs are flat out and we've probably had a bit too much to say as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, well, to be honest, for me, if you want to get into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to break down exactly what the fuck is wrong with this country, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, sit down, lads. I'm gonna tell you for an hour and a half. I feel like there's less pressure when we're doing it remotely as well because I'm not rushing back to to Bobberoo. Because it doesn't matter, Jenny. He's gonna fucking cry anyway. <laughs> that's that's fishy. He's with you. He's what? Not. He's fucking crying. That's it. Um, thanks again so much for listening we will chat to you next week thank you so much you goodbye bye powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 